0: You're listening to Titans Time. Welcome back to another episode of the Titans Time Podcast. I'm your host, Tanner Staggs. Joining me, as always, my co-host, Tyler Staggs. On this week's episode, we're talking about the upcoming matchup between the Tennessee Titans and the Houston Texans, Week 17 has all of the playoff implications. Titans could clinch the AFC South with a win, uh, which would absolutely be huge for them, but they can still make the playoffs if they happen to lose. We're going to be talking about all the playoff scenarios, going to be talking about the game coming up, and some of the COVID issues that the Titans have been having this week. But first, before we get started, let's hear a word from the official sponsor of the Titans Time Podcast, Jacob Patterson.
1: This is Jacob Patterson, official Titans time Sponsor, real estate agent for Caldwell Banker Southern Realty. If you are in the Southern Middle Tennessee area, whether it be Spring Hill, Columbia, or Lawrence County, call me today at 931-279-1707 for all of your real estate needs. Thanks, and let's have a great football season. Go Titans!
0: All right, Tyler, let's dive right in. It doesn't feel like it should be week 17 already. It, Man,
1: this season has just flown by. It feels like
0: it has absolutely flown by. I wish that the Packers game last uh, Sunday night would have went by as as quickly as the season has felt like it, it has it has went by.
1: I'm just going to be on. I'm past that game. You know, I'm not not looking back to it right now. We've already done our reaction video to it, so I, I'm past that game. Focus. If, is, if you
0: want to dwell on the game, go check out the reaction video. Highly highly i know we need the views but highly advise against it just put the game completely in the rearview mirror and let's talk about this upcoming game that literally means everything for the titans in the playoffs they control their own destiny
1: they do i mean just like the past couple years i mean they control their destiny you mentioned it uh earlier if the titans win this game they win the afc south but another way that they win the AFC South is if by some miracle the Jacksonville Jaguars sweep the Indianapolis Colts. Crazier things have happened. So if the Colts lose, the Titans still win the AFC South.
0: We saw the Washington football team knock off the Steelers, the undefeated Steelers. I we mean did. We, We've seen the Bengals go on a run. The, the Washington football team can still win the, the, the NFC East.
1: Well, I mean, that's... That's pretty much open to I think every team except for maybe the Eagles. I think the Eagles are the I, only one I, out of the NFC East that's been knocked out of.
0: I can't exactly remember if if they can make it or not. But let's talk about the different ways that the Titans can make the playoffs. Actually, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. I'm getting a little bit too far ahead.
1: I'm about to say, you know we always always I know, I know. start. With I've the been struggling
0: report. struggling with this the past couple of weeks, but. So far, or as of Thursday, New Year's Eve, we're you know it's New Year's Eve. We're still grinding, still pumping out the content.
1: Happy New Year's to everyone who listens to our podcast. You know, and just, if you don't
0: listen to our podcast, do not have a Happy New Year's.
1: <laughs> no, Happy New Year's to everyone. We're not going to be not for me. We're not going to be those people. But by the time you're probably listening to this, it is the New Year. So we want to make sure. I mean, it's the it's our last podcast of twenty twenty.
0: Well, let, let's just get into 2021 and, and, you know, forget 2020. Turn things around. <laughs> uh, the only thing really about 2020 that has been good is, you know, I mean, the Titans have had success. Not the Titans defense. Not the Titans defense, but the Titans overall have had success. So let's get into the injury report. The last injury report of 2020. We're going to have so many 2020 jokes that it's not even funny. It's not even funny. So please just bear with us. <laughs> just just stick through till the end. Kari game uh, did not practice. Dennis Kelly did not practice. Derek Roberson did not practice. Ty Smith did not practice. And Ben Jones, Roger Saffold, Derek Henry, and Darren Bates were all limited participants. Something that stuck out to me that was a little odd, A.J. Brown was actually a full participant in a Thursday practice even after a late game on Sunday. Normally, even when they have an early game, he he still doesn't practice on Thursday.
1: He may have just been eager to get back out there and get to work with his team. I mean, all of our guys know how important this game is. No one, you know, even in the press conferences when they're talking to Vrabel and, you know, we're talking to him about how, you know, before the game is even played on Sunday, you could possibly know if you're in the playoffs anyway. And Vrabel was like, we're just trying to focus on going and getting a win you know, that, I mean, that's their goal right now. They are focused on the Texans and that could be a reason why AJ Brown was like, I'm going to get back out there with my team, you know, get a full practice in and be ready to go for this game because there's a lot riding on it. I mean, there really is. Even though the Titans have a 94% chance of making the playoffs, there's still a lot riding on it. You want to win this game and not have to worry about other things happening.
0: Now, uh, they, they, honestly, there's a good chance that they will know whether or not they're in the playoffs before they play. I mean, they, they, the game got flexed to three twenty five, mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, there's a good chance that they'll know, uh, cause there's, you know, several different things that can happen that can end up clinching them a playoff berth, which I mean, it's very likely that they make the playoffs. Very, very likely. Um, but Hey, a- anything can happen. That's 6%. In 2020, that 6% has felt more like, you know, 40% with some of the crazy things that have happened. Now, one of the injuries that sticks out to me just because of the Titans' lack of a pass rush is Derek Roberson. I
1: am about to say, that's the only injury that I've seen that because he was out for this last game. And the Titans' pass rush already struggles enough. So we don't need him to be out again, but him not practicing – it's it's making me think that we will probably be without him again this week.
0: One of Deshaun Watson's problems is that he takes sacks way too much. And if you're not putting pressure on him, then you're not exposing one of the things that he is bad at or one of the things, you know, that, that one of the mistakes that he makes too much, whatever. But so, one of
1: his strengths is also extending plays and getting out of the pocket and using his legs. Right. To make it's plays. it's his
0: biggest strength and his biggest weakness. Because he does take a lot of sacks that ends up, you know, in the end hurting the Texans, you know, putting them in a, a – basically ending drives sometimes. But, but at the, the same time, he makes up for that with the same amount of good plays.
1: The the thing he doesn't have to worry about is the Titans' pass rush getting to him. I mean – He let, gets it back there all day, all day. Let's just be honest because just diving back for just a second. there don't, was one. Don't do it. There was one play where – Aaron Rodgers had probably 10 to 15 seconds to find somebody to try and throw it. We were talking so, about
0: in, during the off season. we kept harping on the Chiefs AFC Championship game and how they couldn't get any pressure on Patrick Mahomes and they didn't have a chance if they couldn't improve their pass rush. And it's I would take the pass rush from last year over the Titans pass rush from this year.
1: I I agree with you. I mean, 15 sacks on the season.
0: It's bad. It's really bad. bad. Uh, I don't know. You got to pick someone up or change something to try to fix it. At at this point, I'm thinking the best bet is go get Clay Matthews. Let him, you know, start to, you know, during this week 17, let him start to, which it doesn't look like they're going to pick him up, but. Let him, you know, learn the playbook a little bit. Well, even get if they picked things. him up now,
1: he wouldn't be able to play right. this Sunday.
0: Right. Uh, so let him get into things and be ready for the playoffs. They, they have to have a difference maker there on the pass rush. Maybe Roberson coming back uh, will help. I hope so. Uh, one more thing as far as, you know, injuries or inactives, whatever, uh, as far as that goes. Goskowski
1: is, I mean, is that confirmed that he's pretty much going to be out? I'm pretty sure he's. Out, I haven't heard anything different about him. Now, with Brett Kern being put on the COVID list, I believe right now his was just a close contact.
0: So as long as he doesn't test positive, as long as he doesn't test positive
1: on Saturday, he will get to play on Sunday.
0: Well, that's good. That's good. And you hope that you know the Titans don't have to use him that much, anyways. But you need him there. You absolutely need him there. I mean, especially in such a big game,
1: right? Because. I mean, mean, if you
0: put the the Texans inside the five, you know, one to two times, that could very well be the difference in the game.
1: Right. I mean, a lot of Titans fans, not just me, and I know you haven't had a chance to really be looking at a lot uh, this week. Had a busy week. You've had a busy week. But whenever we see our kicker and our punter go on the COVID list, you know, it's one of those things where you're looking at it like, Go for it on fourth down no matter what the distance is. Go for two every time you score. Well, because and, do you really want to put Mr. FedEx back out there? To well, here's for the it? thing. In
0: kicking situations, in field goal situations, I mean, they have been more prone to go for it on fourth down just because of the fact that Goskowski is back there. So, I mean, I don't think your mindset really changes that much um, except for, you know, maybe go for it a little more often. Just be a little more aggressive with it,
1: right? But you're more comfortable when you get uh, to the opponent's side of the field, where you would be in field goal range. You have a little bit more confidence in, okay, I can go for it here, and it's not just going to completely flip the field.
0: Well, a, a lot of times the analytics, you know, they they say that that gives you the best uh, chance to win.
1: And worst case scenario, even though it wouldn't be good for, say, like Ryan Tannehill's stats. If you're without your punter and don't trust Mr FedEx to flip the field for you. Throw it deep. At least just, you have a chance to score a touchdown. Just have Tannehill chunk it deep. You never you could get a pass interference called, you know, and end up getting the ball there. Or you know, really not really worst case scenario. Worst case scenario is it gets knocked down and they get the ball where you're at. Or they but,
0: intercept it and return it.
1: But if they intercept it, more than likely they'll get tackled right there, and it's just as good as a punt.
0: Yeah, agreed. Uh, So let's move on to the Titans. They're they're different playoff scenarios. There are a few. Uh, So obviously, they win the game. AFC South clinched, you know, said and done right there. Um, So now, even if – I mean, they completely control their fate. But even if they do lose, they – Still have a, a you know, a good chance because the Dolphins play the Bills. If the Dolphins lose, Titans are in the playoffs.
1: And the Dolphins just put Fitz Magic on the COVID list today.
0: So it's gonna be Tua.
1: So he is completely out, which means that all the pressure is on Tua because, you know, over the past couple weeks they've started Tua and then kinda of brought Fitz Magic in as their as their closer. You know he's which pushed, is so weird. But I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Don't yeah, I, fix it. I, I agree. I mean, yep. but now they don't have that "quote unquote" closer. So you know, a lot of pressure is on Tua. If the Ravens
0: lose, they now they play the Bengals, so a little less likely. But if the Ravens lose, they uh, that the Titans will also clinch the playoffs. Um, now there is a couple of weird scenarios. I'm trying to read them off here. Um if the Titans tie with the Texans and the Colts beat the Jaguars then the Titans would clinch a wild card berth um with the Dolphins or Ravens or Ravens finishing their game in a tie or the Browns losing to Pittsburgh. Uh so that one is very out there.
1: Now also doesn't if Cleveland loses Tennessee I mean just I believe if Miami, Cleveland or Baltimore loses that the Titans clinch a playoff spot. And if the Colts lose, like I said earlier, the Titans yep, the win AFC, AFC South. South. So they're they're in then. But right quick, talking about that Steelers and Browns game, Big Ben ain't going to be playing. It's going to be Mason Rudolph back there. And we know what happened the last time Mason Rudolph played against the wow. Browns. Miles Garrett liked to have... You know, knocked his head off. Yeah, with his own helmet. So, you know that that could be something interesting to watch.
0: Well, it could either be a revenge game, or Mason Rudolph is going to be absolutely scared shitless and not want to. I mean, he's going to be throwing it away after you know immediately after snapping the
1: ball. I I can't say that I would blame him. (laughs) Hopefully,
0: for the Titans' sake, it is a revenge game, and because I mean, they need the Steelers to win,
1: or uh, it would help a lot.
0: They don't necessarily need them to win,
1: like. I think just my opinion on it, the Titans just need to go in to this game against the Texans, not worry about everything else, and just win. Right. They, they need to win. So if, if you can control you – know, you control your own destiny. Right. Don't if they worry about if other they things working out for it, you.
0: They know that they need to win this game. Right. If they can't come out and beat the Texans, who have really been decimated this season. I mean, they had the issues with their wide receivers – and, you know, I mean, they had their life. Their, the, any sign of life that they had midseason, it was just taken away from them.
1: But, if, but you, if you look at it for the most part, they're really, I mean, yeah, their record is bad, 4-11. and But they've been in several games. You know, it took, the Titans took them on, to overtime and had to beat them. Um, and... We, I, listen, I think, now, now, uh, now,
0: remember, we said the same thing about the Jaguars. We said the same thing about the Lions. The Titans played the Jaguars close earlier in the season and then absolutely obliterated them.
1: They did, and I'm not saying that the Titans can't do that now. I'm just saying it's one of those things that we've got into before where don't overlook your opponent well, just because But, but also record.
0: don't try to take up for them because there's no way that they should lose to the Texans. When the Texans really don't have anything other than pride to play for, And, I mean, honestly, it would help them more probably if they lost to get a higher draft pick. I don't know how much they could potentially move, whatever, all those different things. But the Titans have, like, everything to play for. I mean, they should win this game. Absolutely, no doubt. If they lose to the Texans when they they know it is absolutely in their best interest to win, I mean, I don't know how much they, they really belong in the playoffs anyways. I mean, against any of the teams that... You know, are kinda of on the bubble right there. I would say the Titans deserve to be in over them, but you you can't come out and lose to the Texans here in week seventeen.
1: No, they, they just need to go in with the mindset and the mindset that they that they have of we just need to win this damn game. Exactly. Now, diving into the game, just some some stats for you. Derrick Henry is two hundred and twenty three yards away from reaching 2,000 yards. His last two games against the Texans, he has put up 211 yards and 212 yards. Then, jump into Corey Davis. Corey Davis is 55 yards away from his first 1,000-yard season. And then, A.J. Brown is... 76 yards away from back-to-back thousand yard seasons
0: just gonna go out and say it this might be unpopular but AJ and Corey Davis will both reach those numbers that you were just talking about Derrick Henry won't get it
1: well Derrick Henry's is definitely the gonna be the hardest one to hit I mean, oh, just yeah, for sure. All honesty about it, it's going to be the hardest one to hit. Well, I mean, you
0: can just look at the numbers and and see that. I mean,
1: because even though he put up 212 yards against Houston well, earlier it's, it's this year, it's much
0: easier to put up a 50 70 yard receiving game than it is to run for 230 yards.
1: Right, and we know teams are stacking the box against Henry because, I mean, they know that he he's our driving force. I mean, if Henry's having a hell of a game, more than likely our whole offense is having a hell of a game. Granted, there are times where you know we go to we go to the air game more, go to passing it more, and Tannehill absolutely lights it up, and then that opens things up for Derrick Henry a little bit more. But when teams come into games, you see them stack the box more than just playing people back because they know if they play people back. Derrick Henry's fixing to run wild on them.
0: I always like to pass first, then run way, way more. Because if you if you can look at that stacked box coming into the game and just throw it over them and scare them into playing back
1: against the pass and then open up Derrick Henry on them, I mean, that... Well, and we've seen it several times this season where the first time the Titans get the ball, they'll run play action first play and you'll hit a receiver for 10 to 20 yards and it really i mean it has to get in defenders minds right there like or, or even the coaches minds like okay maybe we need to back up just a little bit because you know they're they're already hitting us with this early in the game but you know i do i think it's possible that all three of these guys could hit those numbers i, I do because it's going to depend on how close this game is. Like you said, I think it's going to be easier for AJ Brown and Corey Davis to hit those marks. But if it's a close game all the way through, then they're just going to keep handing Derrick Henry the ball. And I think the- Actually, I feel like absolute best case scenario, the Titans are
0: have a pretty comfortable, you know, maybe 10 to 14 point lead for most of the game and they're just like, "Okay, listen, we probably should be rested him for the playoffs, but let's just see if Henry can break a long one.
1: Let's just see. Maybe. Well, here's my thoughts on it. The Grant, two hundred and twenty three yards for Derrick Henry, you know, it's one of those things where yes, it's gonna be harder for him to hit that goal than AJ Brown and Corey Davis to get a thousand yards receiving. But at the same time, you see how many 200-yard games he puts up. And the Texans' run defense is ranked 31st in the league for yards allowed. Yeah, we could very easily see him just break a couple long runs and hit that mark, no problem. But what it's going to come down to is, like I was saying, if it's a close game, the Titans will keep feeding him the ball. But I think if it turns into a blowout, and you know they're up by three touchdowns more than likely they're going to pull these starters and rest them for you know wild card weekend yeah Because, because you don't want to take a chance of these guys getting hurt going into the playoffs i'm not like right now you have to play them because you need to get into the playoffs first but if you get up to a Three touchdown lead and you're halfway through the third quarter. I think there's a chance you might could see, you might see Henry out there every now and then, but he won't be out there every play.
0: Yeah, I mean I think that goes without saying. If they're ahead, they're and they pretty much know that they've got the game locked up. They're, I mean they're they're probably going to pull a lot of guys and rest them. Uh, it, it's just a smart thing to do.
1: Um, now, do, do you hope that all three of these guys can hit that mark though? I, I,
0: honestly, I don't really care.
1: As long as they get the win. I don't really right. care
0: as long as they win uh, and, and clinch the AFC. So as long as they're in the playoffs and I have more games to watch uh, of the Titans, I I really don't care.
1: Right. Uh, they it, they it Honestly, be-
0: they could lose this game. The Dolphins lose to the Bills. And I'm like, yeah, they should have won this game. I'm upset that they didn't win this game because it really just shows they're, that they're probably going to get bounced in the first round. Either that or maybe it can be a wake-up call. Right. But, I mean, listen, as long as they make the playoffs, I'm content. I, I'll be a hell of a lot happier if they come out and beat the Texans because they should. They absolutely should. There's no reason they should lose this game. Right. But
1: that, That's the main goal. Beat the Texans. And if they were to hit these other marks for, you know, just kind of personal achievements, it would be really cool for him to hit that. well, Yeah, that but also goes without
0: saying. I mean, you want your the, the players on the team that you're supporting to get to these milestones, things like that. Personally, I mean, just for the Derrick Henry MVP watch, because I would like to see that, even though it, it looks very unlikely, I would like to see him reach 2,000 because I think that that would go a long ways towards him being in the conversation. But I think he kind of shot those chances when, you know, he didn't give it to Aaron Rodgers on Sunday Night Football.
1: I mean, again, we talked about this. He had 98 yards in a game where 98 offense, yards where, is, where the, and you, and listen, you listen, lost listen, the game listen. by a ridiculous amount of no, points. No, 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 that's not MVP worthy. Here's here's what I'm going to say, because I have to disagree with you a little bit here. He didn't lose that game, but he did. He no, not the, not him by Titans, himself, not Titans, by himself, but he was on the team the, that lost the game. The Titans lost that game. They did not play collectively. We both agreed that we probably seen the offensive line play the worst game that they've played all year long, and he still had 98 yards. He found a way to hit 98 yards. But you have but him, you have him listen, on this
0: pedestal where like it's it's again, it's okay, but, but it's who, okay that that doesn't what, matter. What defense? No, was, he can't win the MVP. What af- defense
1: after. was Aaron Rodgers going against? The Titans' defense. Hell, you put Derrick Henry up against this Titans defense. He's probably putting up two fifty plus. I mean, all honesty, there. I, I'm, but I'm just here's, here's what I'm getting at. He, he Aaron Rodgers just winning the MVP. It, it, that's just listen to me. That's real quick. facts. If he comes out and say he puts up two hundred and forty and four touchdowns, the Titans win, get a home playoff game, host a wild card game. You're telling me that that doesn't. At least
0: that will put make, him
1: in the conversation. That but does, he will at not least win. He won't, make, he won't
0: even finish above Mahomes. He won't even finish uh, above Mahomes.
1: I mean, we'll see. I do We're we're getting off subject here. I just I wanted to touch on that. It's okay.
0: That. It's okay. But but now the the point that I've been wanting to get to for about the past ten minutes is: Are you scared at all of the, the absolute adrenaline that J.J. Watt was? just fuming out into the air with his little speech. Do do you think that that might light a fire under the tech? I mean, he's basically saying we have a shitty record. We're making millions of dollars and there are still people, just normal people out there that are like, we're still behind you guys. They don't even have a a flying chance in hell at making the playoffs. And he's like, there are still people that are out there supporting us that are still like, listen, we're behind you guys. And he was pissed off about it. He's like, that is your reason to play right there.
1: So you're asking if I think that's going to energize this Texans team. Right? It, not
0: only that, but are you just afraid that J.J. Watt might come out and have like 10 sacks?
1: I believe that after that fiery speech, J.J. Watt's probably going to have a good game he's probably going to be disrupting some things like we we need to keep every eye and hand on him that we can because he is pissed off as far as the rest of the texans team no i i don't think that's going to be the case if he would have made that speech five six seven weeks ago because even going back that far their record was even shittier. Like they probably would have only had one or two wins at the time. If he would have made that speech then, I could see it maybe turning turning their team around where guys are going to care more. But you're telling me that he's going to wait till week 16 to come out and say something with all that passion everything else. Like I said, he's fired up. But I believe his work ethic and when he comes out there He's going to give it 110% no matter what. I mean, that that's just how he's wired. There's some of these other guys that are not wired like that. And if they weren't wired like that, why am we 17 when they have nothing to play for besides, like he said, the fans? I mean, why, why are they going to care now?
0: Well, here's my thing.
1: I think that there will be a few bad apples, but I
0: feel like they're... I mean, there are going to be people that are players on the Texans that are just not going to care. But here's what scares me about it: there are players on the Texans, just like there is on an, any NFL team, that are just flat out competitors. Deshaun Watson is flat out a competitor. I'll give you that. That's going to light a fire under his ass. JJ Watt is the guy that gave the the speech of the year. Speech of the not even a speech. I mean, it was just an answer to a question. But speech of the year. He obviously has the fire lit under him, and, and there's just several more guys. Um, the 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 tight end Darren Fells. Uh, I, I feel like might
1: motivate him a little bit, and they could use that. Even Brandon Cooks. I feel like that. You know that might motivate him. But again, you're talking about the guys it's- who are. I, I, I haven't really been keeping up with Brandon Cooks, but is he even going to be playing? Um, I don't think he's injured or anything.
0: Right, but I know they had several. I have not kept up with the Texans at all, just because... We got to
1: do a better job of that.
0: Well, just because, I mean, they, they're not in a playoff race. They, like we've been talking about, they literally have nothing to play for.
1: I'm pretty sure Brandon Cooks had a touchdown or two last week. Um,
0: I, I'm not sure. All I know is... You know they had the thing with Will Fuller, um, and, and I believe it was another wide receiver.
1: Yeah, I believe Cooks is still going to be out there. I mean, unless an injury or something happens this week at practice, because you know going back and look at it, he had a he had a good game. I think it's last just because week.
0: Cooks is always listed as questionable on fantasy football. It's like if you see Brandon Cooks, it's going to have a cue beside it.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right. They're, they're going to be without Will Fuller, though. I mean, we found that out several weeks ago. Yeah, Fuller and,
0: and, and Bradley Roby.
1: Right. So, but I mean... For
0: some reason, I was thinking that Cooks was tied up in, in the whole suspension deal.
1: But even, you know, without those guys, and even though DeAndre Hopkins isn't there anymore, I mean, Deshaun Watson, I mean, credit to him. He's been having a hell of a year. Yeah, for So, sure. but... Pro Bowler. You know, like I said... These guys, you're mentioning a couple of them. Like, yeah, I could see it lighting a fire under them because they're just they're natural competitors. But these other guys, I just I don't see it making a difference this late in the season. Really, all JJ Watt's little speech done was make me want him to be a Titan. Right now, I mean, could you imagine our pass rush if we added? Him I wouldn't be mad at it <laughs> on a one
0: year deal. On a one year deal, I don't want anything more than that.
1: I mean, granted, he. He may be past his prime. He's absolutely and, past his prime. But he still disrupts things, and right. he still he can be a mismatch. But he, for guys. he
0: he couldn't want the big payday. Would have to be a one year deal. Well, right now my, I think in my mind.
1: The, the Titans would have to trade for him. Right now is he not coming up on a contract year? I, I don't believe this next See, year's I don't, contract I don't year.
0: Think they need to take on that money? I don't. Anyways, are you ready to get to our quick hitters? We can get to our quick hitters. Let's do it. All right, guys, let's get into our quick hitters for the last game of the regular season for the Titans against the Houston Texans. Tyler, quick hitters, keys to the game, bold predictions, score prediction. Hey, we call them quick hitters. Let's live up to the name. We've been taking a little bit of time on them. Let's hop into the bold predictions.
1: Bold predictions first. We usually do our keys oh, so, to the game. Oh, I'm first. sorry.
0: I messed up. Okay. Let's hop into the keys to the game. Go ahead.
1: Key to the game, just go out and win. I mean, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, just establish the offense early and get them rolling because, I mean, our defense it's is a lost cause. It, it, they're probably going to struggle again because Deshaun Watson is able to get out of the pocket and extend plays. So our, just get our offense clicking early. And probably if you win the toss, take the ball first and go down and score on the first drive.
0: So that's like – Several keys to the game.
1: No, because it all revolves around our offense getting started early.
0: Okay. All right. Well, my key to the game is going to be just want to win. I mean, the Texans are are going to want to win. And let me tell you why. I mean, they don't need any other motivation other than the fact that they have an opportunity to bounce the Titans out of the playoffs. Now, obviously they need a little bit of help from some other teams to do that, but they've got an opportunity. That's all the motivation that they need. Want to win the game?
1: So I say win the game, and that's not good enough. But no, you can it's come not back with enough.
0: want to win the want game. Want to win the game?
1: All right, I, I see how it's going to be on this. Now let's get into our bold predictions. What is your bold prediction going to be this week? I mean, hopefully the Titans make the playoffs, so I can continue on trying to catch that one zero lead you have on me.
0: Yeah, and I well, I think this week I'm going to make it two to nothing because I'm going to go with I think that the. Titans' core offensive playmakers, you know, other than Ryan Tannehill, I think they're all going to reach milestones this season. I think that AJ Brown, <laughs> I think that AJ Brown is going to reach one thousand yards. He needs what seventy something to do so. I think that Corey Davis is going to reach a thousand yards. He needs fifty something to do so. I think Derek Henry is going to reach two thousand yards. He needs two hundred and thirty something to do so. Uh, two two twenty something whatever. Um, I think. They're all going to reach milestones. Um, So, yeah, that's what I'm going with for my bold prediction. I know you were probably thinking something along those lines, uh, which is why I'm glad I go first. I wanted to, you know, go ahead and snag that one.
1: We were just sitting here talking. And you suck
0: at coming up with stuff on the spot. Like you you, would. We'll have to pause the video. It'll take you 30 minutes to come up with a bold prediction.
1: (laughs) (laughs) See, that was just wrong. And now he's,
0: he's. trying to buy time to come up with this bold prediction uh,
1: not only is now i'm, I'm not going to go with that because if i go with derrick henry hitting the 2000 yard mark more than likely we are going to see a.j brown and Corey davis hit that thousand yards i'm going to say that berkser is going to have three touchdowns this game. oh my god Anthony Jeez. Anthony Furks is going to have 3 touchdowns this game against the Texans.
0: Okay. That okay, as far as our bold predictions go this season, I'm classifying that as the boldest. I think that's you uh, you might get a half a point after the after the, the the Titans whenever their season ends. You might get a half a point depending on if I'm ahead by at least a half a point. <laughs> you might get a half a point just for having the absolute boldest of predictions.
1: Everyone, just so y'all know, five minutes ago, this man did not know what he was going to go for with his bowl prediction. I said that I knew what I was going to go with, and he just so happened to say, I'm glad I go first, because he knew what I was thinking. All right, we call
0: them quick hitters, so let's move along. Uh, the score prediction is the last of the three. I'm going with Titans 31, Texans 23.
1: I'm going with Titans 38, Texans 28
0: okay i think either way the texans are going to be over 20 points for sure just i mean the titans can't stop anything they can't stop anything you can you can give the hand the titans your playbook before the game and you will still have success on offense
1: probably so but we call these quick hitters so we're everyone who's watching on youtube if you haven't already please make sure you go down and subscribe It's looking like we're not going to hit our goal. We were hoping to hit 200 subscribers before the end of the year. Well, listen, the the people
0: are not going to know this before uh, uh, the new year hits, but we're about to make a push. Okay, we're about to go out on Twitter and make sure that we at least give it our best shot.
1: And, you know, we're at 183 right now. I mean, I think in just the last couple days we've gained – Anywhere from 5 to 10 subscribers. So we made a little bit of a push. We got closer. It's not looking like we're going to hit that goal, though. But like I said, if you haven't already, please make sure to hit that subscribe button, turn on the post notifications, like the video, share the video, and comment on the video. We we truly do love the interaction. Even if you're a Texans fan and you want to get on there and talk shit, hey, go for it, man. We're We're all for it. I'll probably be the one to respond to you because he really doesn't like it as much. And if you're listening on the podcast.
0: Be careful. Try not to troll this guy just a whole lot because he, he, he takes things very literally.
1: <laughs> if you're listening on the podcast, make sure you're subscribed. Give us that five-star rating. Leave us some comments, some questions. We'll make sure to get to them on the next podcast.
0: Make sure that you're connected with us on social media. I said we were going to make a push on Twitter to get to the to get to get our subscriber count that we want to be at. So make sure you're following us on Twitter. So, you know, you can retweet all that different stuff uh, and, and, you know, follow along on there. Have some interaction, all that good stuff. It's Titans underscore time. And also make sure that you check us out on Facebook. Those are the two that we're most active on on Facebook. It's Titans Tom. Uh, Of course, he mentioned all the YouTube and podcast stuff. Uh, We've also got Instagram, Titan's Time Podcast, and our website, Titan'sTimePodcast.com. This has been... Well, go ahead.
1: And just to everyone who listens to our podcast, watches our videos, everyone who's subscribed to us, again, this is our last podcast of 2020. Wait, here we go with another 2020. Another 2022. We want to tell y'all, again, we hope that y'all have a happy new year, hoping that 2021 looks a little bit better at least than 2020 has and you know just excited to see what's to come everybody's
0: probably going to be getting rowdy here on new year's eve this video is obviously not going to go up until after but everybody be safe out there this has been titan's time and as always titan up